At the end of the gospel today on this feast of the epiphany, we hear this. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. Archbishop Fulton Sheen, when commenting on this little detail in the gospel, says this. No one who ever meets Christ with a good will returns the same way as he came. It is no one who ever meets Christ with a good will returns the same way as he came. In other words, Archbishop Sheen is telling us, of course, they went back another way. They had encountered Christ. Of course they went back another way. They encountered Christ. These are now different men. And they walk a different path. Everyone, the Feast of the Epiphany, the word epiphany literally means manifestation. It's the feast where we celebrate the mystery of the Father manifesting himself in Jesus Christ. Making himself seen and known to all of humanity. This act on the behalf of the Father is not meant to leave us the same. This act of the Father to manifest himself is not meant to leave us the same. It's meant to transform. And not just surface level, behavioral, I hate mornings, but now I like mornings, transformation or something. Soul transformation. The way that I see the world now, it's different. Now what makes the Magi open to have this encounter with Jesus, with God? and to leave different men. Here are a few thoughts. We know that the Magi saw a sign in the sky, a star, and it was that that led them to Jesus. We might even say then that these men are stargazers. It's exactly the opposite of the stereotype though, I think. If I were to call someone a stargazer, normally to us it means they're lost in unimportant things. Maybe they're even a little bit naive, maybe a little bit absent-minded. But the Magi aren't those kind of stargazers. They're movers. They're practical. They get going. The way the Magi view the world includes invisible things. And in fact, they think that if I'm attentive, if I'm recollected, we might even say if I'm prayerful and discerning, I can come into contact with those invisible things. They touch my life. They shape it. They're real. And the way, that, the way that the Magi view the world, and by the way, this is also how the scriptures, the Bible, how it views the world. The Father has something to communicate to me. I believe that. The Father has something to communicate to me. And he has something for me to do. So these Magi are not stuck in the clouds. They are gazing at the sky, but to look for how the Father is communicating. They don't know him as the Father yet, of course, but they are looking for what the Father is communicating and what he has for them to do. These magi, we also know, are professional and educated men. They're skilled in their craft and their studies. They have a role to play in their society. In the ancient world, an extremely important role to be wise men, to communicate, to tell people how does the world work. But for all their competency and all their skill and all their education, all of that only got the Magi, all of that 
only got the Magi to Jerusalem, but it didn't get them all the way to Jesus. It got them close. It got them to Jerusalem, but not quite to Jesus. What got them the rest of the way? Well, paying attention to the scriptures. Paying attention to the scriptures got the Magi the rest of the way. It says in the gospel today, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they said, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet. Everyone, it's, it's sometimes said on the Feast of the Epiphany that this fact um, you know, proves that these were three, in fact, three wise men because they got lost on their way to Bethlehem. If it were three wise women, they would have been much uh, smarter and more humble and asked for directions a lot sooner and arrived at the birth of Jesus on, not on time and not too late. But these men, these magi, how did they get there eventually? Asking for directions, yes, but paying attention to the scriptures. For the Magi, what the scriptures say holds weight. It matters. It forms my mind. It forms how I see God. It forms how I see the world. Close attention to the scriptures, especially the gospels for us too. It forms our mind. It forms how we see the world and it opens us to encountering Jesus. Last note what we know about the Magi and what we observe. They faced opposition in finding an encounter with Jesus. They were not naive, these Magi. They were not naive to what Herod had, had in mind. They were aware of, the, aware of the fact that Herod had malice. He had ill will towards this new king, and he had ill will and wanted to manipulate them and use them to find the king. And so, in fact, everyone, in the scriptures, that's a theme that happens all the time. There is no biblical person in all the scriptures who comes with an encounter with God that doesn't, at some point, find opposition. But at the same time, they find conviction in the midst of that opposition. It again just forms them. It strengthens their conviction. It strengthens their resolve, and it actually helps them on their road to, to encountering Jesus. And so, everyone, on this Feast of the Epiphany, what does Jesus want for us? To encounter him. Jesus wants us to encounter him. And what can open our hearts and minds to that reality? One, to believe and to know and to be a mover because God wants to communicate something to you, and he has something for you to do. Two, paying attention to the scriptures, valuing them, letting my mind be shaped by them, my imagination shaped by them. And three, to know that there is opposition, but that's not a bad thing. It can strengthen my resolve and strengthen my conviction and facilitate my encounter with Christ. And so let's pray for that grace this week and this year to encounter Christ anew.